This is the Bar Stewards Enquiry. You are talking absolute rubbish. Absolute rubbish. In, in what way? You are an underachiever in life. You were, I saved your bacon one time. You were gone. Well, I couldn't save you. I, I don't know if you are, but you said the right thing. But well, that's why you don't know anything about racing, John. I, I didn't say I do. Right? I'm saying that. What have what you contributed to racing? You are one of these take-out merchants. Take out all you can. Big welcome to the Bastards Inquiry Weekend Podcast, where we've got a, a tremendous haul of action. We've got Newbury on the flat. Um, that's the that's the main meeting there, and we've got some uh, big jumps action, uh, summer jumps action, the first big summer jumps jumps action of the season with the uh, market raise and summer plate meeting, and I've got the right guests on with me tonight. Joining me as always is John Lane. Good evening, John. I've got it in the backhand position, and that's where it's been all week. <laughs> we don't know what you've got in the backhand position, but you know, use your imagination. Of course, your cast. <laughs> anyway um i've seen your psychiatrist couch john so i know that, that you know I, I don't know what you get up to on there um well, well, cush is my pet name for it <laughs> uh, and joining me also are um two two basically very good judges especially in the national hunt scene um first of all uh now a dual purpose winning trainer neville <laughs> good evening neville a bit lucky though. It was a bit lucky. It does not matter. It doesn't matter. It's, it, it's in the it's in the book. It's in he, he's not going over the, on the flat again after last no. time though. It's, it's going one go over hurdles, not a bit. Yeah. And you, you you've done it a dual purpose winning trainer with the budget of Stepto. I mean, yeah. what more what more can anyone say to that? So it's like you say, you you, you yeah. don't. You haven't got the budget to buy big money horses. You haven't got the owners to to send you some some Frankel offspring, and you're a jewel. Well, he's a Frankel though. <laughs> well, <yeah. laughs> Calculus is a Frankel. <laughs> that's, well, that's why then. Yes, I've had by that. So that's exactly why you're a dual purpose winning trainer because he is a Frankel. So there we go. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've, I've certainly walked into that one. And certainly, last but not least on this show, it's great to have him back because he's, he's, he's been absolutely into the wilderness for the last few months. Uh, Adam Norman. Welcome, Adam. Yep. Good evening, all. And very few uh, would, would be, uh, be able to say that they were there when the Enders trained their, their flat. Uh, winner, but I was there. Oh, at Beverly, yeah, I was, I, yeah. Well, not cheering it on, but um, I was there. Yeah. yeah, chin on chin on the floor like everyone else as the fifty to one shot many, wrong time. <laughs> there weren't many of us cheering him on. No, but we we no. were as surprised as anybody, to be honest. Yeah. Good times. Ne- ne- Neville Neville gassed everyone that day. He absolutely gassed the place out. The silence, the <laughs> eerie silence when yeah. Neville's crossed Treated the line. Yeah. Everyone, Very everyone takes it. Yeah. Takes a look into their race cards and say, "What the fuck is that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> At what price?" Um, and, and and Neville Neville's done everyone. It's like one of them googlies. Bang! Uh, you, all your stumps have gone, and Neville's done it. So I must, I must uh, say very quickly, uh, I was reading on a forum, and somebody had put, "I know a bent race when I've seen one." <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's it. Yeah, we we we, we love a bent eight, but I, know, I, I mean, anyone that knows Neville. Um, if you if you were, if you were going to bend a race, he was the last horse you would put as the wanting to win the race. Absolutely, 
I, I mean, you know, AC. I mean, <clears throat> when he crossed the line, you know, I, I'm like, I'm messaging away on on messengers and saying, he's done it, he's done it, Neville's done it, Neville's done it, and it, and it's like, and and the dismay of the people I was talking to saying, yeah, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Uh, it was funny, but there we go. So brilliant yeah. from Nev. Yeah. And it, was, it, was, it was a great night, though. It was a great yeah. night. And uh, Adam's back now after <clears> his Royal Acclaim escapade, Adam, at York, where you loved that filly last week, didn't you? Very emotional, <laughs> both, both before the race and after, really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, 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 was, I was told um, that uh, you, 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 you were that keen on the filly. You went to the washdown area. <laughs> um, drop your trousers, and someone chucked a bucket of water over you to cool they you did. down. They you like the filly that much? They did. Yeah. They did. Yeah. 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 I can't yeah. get enough of that one. Good stuff. Right. We're going to move on to the, to, to the bets of the show. This is the this is the best part where you can press pink button for some terrible selections, or blue button if you um, if you like some of our choices. So, um, who's going to start us off? Neville, I'm going to come straight to you for your third best of the weekend. Okay, well, my third best is going to be a very big price, and it's from a yard that I've only had one winner in, I'd imagine, about two years. But this mare called... Is it, is it yours? No, no, no. <laughs> no, she's, she's got a rather odd name called Ran of Kutch, and she runs what? in the 334 at Cartmel. And she's only been lightly raced. She did have a leg... Um, last year, and she's she's come back and she's ran okay, um, but she's she's always been running from out the handicap. But she gets the first chance off her proper mark tomorrow. She jumps well. It's a stinking race. It's a not to a hundred, but the top weight is ninety three. So that tells you all you need to know. She's gonna be at least double, probably twenty to one, I would imagine, but. I haven't seen any betting, but she'll be a big prize. She jumps well. Erin Anderson is back on board. Erin's been out with so many injuries over the past 12 months. It's his first ride back, but I think he'll have a lot of confidence in her. She, like like a lot of lightly raced horses, she is not particularly consistent. But when she puts it, puts it together, she's well capable of 74. So I'm going to make Ran of Kutch my third best bet of the the weekend good stuff 20 to 1 with Denise Coates uh, straight one point win Nev yep um, what do you make of Aaron Anderson as a jockey do you like him he's a very nice lad yeah <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he claims five pounds so he's still learning the game but he's been around quite a while now he started out as an amateur and he was a very good amateur but he's now fallen into the, the trap of you know just a a good conditional jockey he wouldn't be he wouldn't be the best man i'm sure he'd be the first to admit that but he's very capable but he's had a lot of injuries he, he he's been out uh, maybe two or three months through a back injury and that was coming that was after he came back for i think something like a week after being out for six months earlier than that so he's had a lot of injuries and you, you wouldn't be you, you you'd wonder whether he's still got the the bottle after all this time and it might well be that he'll you know he another injury might finish him, you know, you know, from riding it because these jockeys can only take so many cars. Mentally, it must be very hard for yeah. him. But uh, but his, his partner trains well, um, Jess Beddy, uh, and they've got a good string that they're putting together as well. So maybe he might uh, 
I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm only second guessing that, but I do, I do like Aaron Anderson. I think, I think for five pounds, is, is a, is you know, a proper horseman rather, you know, rather than I suppose a jockey. He's a horseman. Yeah, good stuff. Twenty to one, never good luck with Ran of Kutch uh, for your third best. Uh, Normske, coming to you for your uh, third best, please. Okay, we're a mixed bag uh, from me. I'm going to start on the flat. Um, Ooh. Uh, uh, yeah, in the uh, five eleven at Ripon. Hopefully, I'll be there tomorrow. A horse called Pepsi Cat, who uh, was uh, on my radar after I saw uh, her uh, run in a, a decent. Well, actually, it was a quite a poor uh, novice uh, at Redcar in April. I quite like the look of this filly. She was one hundred and fifty to one. I was uh, a bit miffed. I didn't have a little a couple of quid in the place market because he was uh, she was second to a good horse called sense of duty who's gone on to do um a couple of uh, very uh, nice looking wins including in the group three but that's that's neither here nor there really uh, in terms of this form but pepsi cat uh, ran second again at red car the uh, next time out and then i think they were protecting a mark um when she was third behind none other than royal acclaim bath on her third outing uh, so she was fifth behind royal acclaim um in that very quick race um and as i say i think they were just protecting a mark a little bit because she, she definitely looks like she wants uh, six if not a little bit further um so first time in a handicap of 64 uh, i think she's uh, reasonably treated in what looks a pretty poor race uh, lots of it's a maiden lots of horses that have had uh, quite a few chances and um I quite like Steph Holland said she she um she's got one or two uh, nice looking types that pop up every now and then and I think this one might well do so tomorrow so what looks like it could be around a sort of a 5 to 1 shot Pepsi Cat for a one point win 7 to 1 Denise Kurtz um for you Adam Lovely. um um only thing I'm disappointed with Steph for and she needs a bollocking about this is that she could have got this off a bad dart score I think 45 um, <laughs> you know I mean, I mean, she's tried her hardest to be sense of duty. I watched the race. Um, right. <laughs> you know, yeah. Tried her absolutely. Duran Duran was on, and then Duran yeah. Duran on, on again for um, Frog Eyes on, on against Kidwa. Yeah. And then you're thinking, you know, what are you doing? You know, slow yeah. down, son. Slow down. Yeah. And then, like you said last time, they probably did uh, look after her a bit more. Um, Possibly, but yeah. yeah. The Philly, the Philly's got ability, definitely. But imagine yeah. this off, off about fifty. Yeah. Um, we'd, we'd be we'd be whirling it around. Like you well, I like, think the problem is oh. if they'd if they'd have run it sort of you know further down the field, I probably wouldn't have noticed it. You know, uh, I, I don't know. It's hard to say. But the fact that she she was able to show a bit of ability for on the first couple of occasions yeah. um, means that she's sort of on the radar. So. Um, and you know, I'm quite. You know, I mean, any, as I say, anything sort of five to one plus is is a very backable price, isn't it? Whatever the whatever the um, whatever the mark. Um, and in an eight runner race, you could have a little bit each way. But as I say, I think for me, it's uh, it's just a, a, a sort of a it's it's a, it's a classic it's a classic little win bet, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. One point win at sevens, and it'll probably blast off from the front as well again with frog eyes on board. Jonas Leng for your third best, please. Yeah, third best bet is fairly boring to be honest. It's post impressionist in the four fifty five at Chester. Oh, what a horse this is. Yeah, um I thought it was still a bit babyish last term. Can come forward for that really. Um I think the sharp track will be no problem whatsoever. Just let him jump into the bit and travel. There's exposed rivals. Um I don't see a lot of problem with this. I think uh, anything above even money's pretty good value, to be honest. I I completely agree. Uh me and Quentin Franks had a conflab after Ascot, and we still said that 
this horse is definitely a hundred. We're, we're absolutely adamant it's a hundred. Yeah. So you, you've you've probably nailed the banker of the day, I reckon. Um, you should have gone three points and full blogger. Um, I'm, I've no shame today. I'm going to go bloggerish today, bloggerish because I de- I genuinely think it's it feels like a Fav's day tomorrow. Um, and Percy Impressionist, massive chance six to five with William Hill John. Yeah. So I don't think it's that boring. I, I think I think John's messed up with the stakes really. Um, he should have gone three. Um, but anyway, first impression. Well, well, that's it. I don't know. Listen, you have a yeah. <laughs> tell me to sh- tell me tell me to fuck off and shut up. Right. Um, <laughs> right. Onwards and upwards. Uh, to my uh, uh, third best, it goes in the two or three at the Kara. Uh, tomorrow, and it is the Anglesey Stakes, uh, a, a good contest, and I am very sweet on one that I mentioned on the sermon a few weeks back, which is Yosemite Valley. Um, it's a brother to Pisbadil, and um, I'm pleased they're running it in a group race because if it, they'd have ran it in a maiden, it'd be four to seven, and and that's just boring for everybody. So now we get a bit of five to one, where the one that beat it is four to one in the race. It'll beat that. Um, which leaves you then to beat the O'Brien Hot Pot Little Big Bear. Well, I think he can, because if anyone watches the race back, visually this was very impressive. And the other factor in the race is that Donica, the fetus, has got uh, an, another one in the race, Bad B. Um, and Gavin Ryan has rode that on every start, including when it finished second to Statuette in a Group 2 last time. So the fact he gets off that, and onto onto a maiden horse that's just finished fourth on one start. John, I think this this is another Sizoka. I do honestly. I think what you spotted last year. I think it's that good. I think that's that's significant. Gavin Ryan on for the first time. Bad B's rated ninety eight, so they must think it's better than that. Mm. Well, little big bears only rated little big bears what one hundred and four. Well, that's five to six. So how can this be fives? It can't. So one point win. Yosemite Valley five to one. Generally available. All bookmakers. Uh, get steaming into that um, for the fetus and Gavin Ryan in the Anglesey. So that Fetus. complete. <laughs> we love the fetus. Except, did they sell Sizoko to Hong Kong, John? Yeah. Did, yeah. Sizoko gone King Kong. So we never got to see the full potential um, of Sizoko over here. Uh, okay, round two for the you two pointers. Some noodles now, weren't <laughs> Singapore. Yeah. With some crispy shredded beef. Okay, well, <laughs> uh, John, I'm coming. I'm, I'm going to knock it straight back to you, John, for your two pointers to see if it's more interesting than your first one. Well, it's slightly more interesting, but I wouldn't be getting a lump in the pants of Adam Norman. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> this is also at Chester, and this is Happy Tim's Solid Bay in the 233. There's probably underwhelmed a bit this year but I think there's excuses ran okay on debut as okay as you'd want for one of Tim's on debut then found York too hot behind a subsequent Ascot winner was always on the back foot last time but was dropped in trip back up in trip tomorrow only a pound above the last winning mark and a lovely drawing too and I'm cuddling it a bit. I'm going to go one point each way, wankering. You disgrace. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it, 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 I'm sure this is... No, it's absolute filth. 
Sickening. <laughs> Sickening. Six runners. One, one each way. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a ghastly bet, John. Um, 11 and 2, one each way for John. I can't believe you've not got enough faith, faith in Thick Dave. Thick Dave has turned 40 this week, right? 40th birthday. You know what Keith Elliott used to say on the golf? Back 30 year olds, <laughs> back 40 year olds, they're in the prime of their life, they're bouncing. In, in past and, and, the 38 in a bad late, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, so, so you, you, I'm, I'm disappointed. It's your jockey, it's your man, and you've gone each way. But anyway, that's it. That's the way it goes. Yeah. Norman, I'm coming back to you for your number two. Okay, right. So we're returning to the, the proper stuff here. Um, the big race of the day is obviously the... I don't even know what you call it now. The big, the, the big, <laughs> yeah. the, the big race of Marky Raisin. What is it called, lads? Summer Plate. The Summer the Plate. Handicap Chase, the Grade Three. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Yeah. It's obviously very wide open, isn't it? I'm sure. I'm sure Nev's got plenty to say on this. Um, I think there's, there's eight last time out winners coming into it, so that makes it interesting. But, but what is interesting about that is that obviously they're all uh, higher in the weights, um, in form. Uh, makes it quite tricky to assess where they're going. One or two of them are very unexposed. Mort Latch in particular, Tardry, another one. Um, it's, it, it is a very difficult race to assess. Um, I'm going to stick, I'm going to uh, uh, go with Man of the Mountain, who has uh, sort of m- more sort of spring autumn form against di- proper uh, national hunt types. Um, didn't c- uh, come back in any sort of form this spring in a couple of runs was disappointing quite high in the weights at the time um has had wind surgery uh, since and then uh, ran very nicely behind the machine um who is a nice horse in his own right that was a that was a decent contest i just think with loads of pace on here and they are going to go off like the, the, the shit off a shovel as they say with plenty of front runners like texard uh, who else is in there uh, loads of horses that like to lead or, or push it um uh, he can just use his his, his good jumping and, and experience and and, and strong travelling tendencies to just to, to get in a nice rhythm round there, which is I think the most important thing. Um, yeah. And I could just see him arriving on the scene. Uh, you know, he's a pound above his Cheltenham winning mark of last April. Uh, again, that was a decent contest of Grade Two. I think he's just got a bit of class uh, against proper summer types here, uh, uh, and and some that maybe just too inexperienced for what could be a bit of a uh, sort of a harem scareum type race not massively over the over the odds i don't think around 15 to 2 something like that but uh, man of the mountain is what is the one i'm going to pick out and you've got to go each i'm sorry lads you've got to go each way in a race like this so um, oh, with you, four places no no no, no. Sit, down. sit down at the back sit down <laughs> with four with four places in in what could be like a 13 14 run handicap we're gonna we're gonna take take the each way here and uh play it safe Oh, uh, you know, I, I mean, it, say what I, you like for the stick you gave Andy Richmond on on previous shows, and you and we'll you, continue you, to do so. You, to, you we will continue to do so. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so do you, I'll give you options. Then you can have fifteen to two five places with William Hill, right? Each yes. way, or you can have eight to one with Kurtz four yeah. places. That, well, that's, the, that's the classic question, isn't it? Uh, I, I'll take the well. Obviously, I'll take the the, the extra place, won't I? Yeah, I mean, Christ, you know. just like John did the Magnet Cup. He had nineteen places last week <laughs> in the, for the Queen's horse. Uh, a terrible, uh, terrible dear. year 
from the pair of you. Yeah, you you yeah. definitely exceeded my expectations. I think if so I was you, on the, I think if I was at the track, uh, you know, I, I would definitely uh, throw, I back it to win and probably have something else with it. Um, but um, you know, with with four places, you know, three places on the track wouldn't be of any interest. But but with with it four or five places, you've got to take advantage. So at this stage, five, that's the best. Five places, fifteen to two each way for Norman, man <clears> of the <throat> mountain. Um, one that I think John were back in last year, John. I think you yeah. you had a you had a few that. bets on this, John, yeah. last year. Yeah, tailed yeah, off it did. was. <laughs> <laughs> right, Neville, coming to you for your second bet. All uh, right, my second uh, best of the weekend is in the two hundred six race at Market Raisin, and it's uh, an improver of John Joe O'Neill's called Apache Creek. It does look a a good quality handicap. This we've got. Um, uh, Rebecca Menzer's horse Ask Paddington who's in the form of his life he's won his last three over two and a half I did see that he had got a bit of form over three miles but I'm, I'm not I'm not certain whether he wants he wants to go this far but Nathan's going to have to just set out the back and um, just just ride him for speed. You look you look through the horses in the race and you can you can put question marks. Galileo Galileo Silver is uh, he looks consistent, but I, I I'm not convinced that I'd, I'd really want to be with him. And he doesn't really string uh, two wins together. Him and Jersey Wonder are very closely handicapped on their last run. And um, Mark Walford's got his horses informed. Giovanni Change could run well at a fair price, but Apache Creek for me. Uh, looks to be uh, a typical John Joe O'Neill horse that didn't show a great deal in his opening three or four starts and then got his handicap mark and he's going through the grades. Uh, they they thought he was, they must have thought something of him because they took him to Ascot in December for a, um, quite a, uh, well, a better, a, as good a race as this. And he didn't get very far. I think he fell at the sixth or the seventh fence that day. But he, he was given a break then. He may have hurt himself. He had 152 days off and came back and won at Warwick, uh, beating Thunderstruck with uh, the champion conditional on. The third horse there was Hillview, uh, who's gone on to win and is now rated 127. And there's a couple of others that have run well since that were further back. I wouldn't pick him out as being absolutely thrown in, but I think that four pounds that he's been pushed up for winning at Warwick last time is fair. And out of all the horses in the race, you could say that he's he's the only one that's got that's got scope to improve his mark. So with the probable the probable danger to him being as Paddington having a, a question mark about the trip, I'm going to go for Apache Creek as my second best bet. No, quality analysis, never like that. I like what you said. Um, it's interesting as well because As Paddington was one of your, like, you tipped that up when it when he came um, second and he went. And, 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 and how have you got that beat that day? How have you got that beat? I tell you what, I had a good bet on it that day at Hexham. Uh, but well, well, um, my my pal who um, is very close to us, he, he said to me that um, the horse was well handicapped and. He came second, obviously, at Hexham, and then won yeah. his next three. But to be, to be fair, I did, I did back him on his next two starts as well. But, um, but he's, isn't, he's, that, he's a, isn't, that, isn't that what all pro punters' bets do? When, when you find yeah. one, well, handicapped, you, you, you get it beat off off ridiculous marks, and then it, then it lands a hat-trick. Yeah, you know? I know. I mean, it's, I felt for you that day. I backed it as well because I followed you in. And they're, they're, so they're I, about 30 lengths clear of the third horse as well that yeah, day. Yeah. I know, it was just... Uh, it's just kicking the box in it, really, but they, you know, these, these things, 
when, when you've been in the game like as long as we have, you know, you just expect it, don't you? Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. 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 You expect something to pass you on the running when you're going well. Um, that's, that's, yeah. that's, that's the given scenario. I, think Nathan, thing, I don't think Nathan wasn't on it that day, though, was he? It was a, it was a, no, it, a yeah. I questioned I question the, the jockey. I said to you, do you know it? It was Peter somebody or other. Peter. Yeah, was it Kavanaugh or someone like that? Yeah, Peter. I said, do, Peter do you know Coleman, Coleman, was it? Coleman. Coleman. Peter Coleman. Yeah. Yeah, I think and, he, did he claim 10 as well? He yeah. claimed ten that day. I think he might claim ten. I think, uh, the, but, well, I think the thing about that run was that it that it it signalled that the horse was back in form after a very cold winter, and and Becky was getting a mark down essentially after inheriting a badly handicapped horse. Um, yeah. So so yeah, definitely the next couple of they times ran, they it ran was, it on it soft ground. It won't go on. It won't yeah. go on soft and ran Absolutely, it on soft, yeah. and as yeah. a consequence to that, it, it tumbled down the handicap. Yeah, you know, but it's very hard to improve a horse that Tristan Davidson's had. You know, but she's she's done remarkably well with it. Well, it was yeah, it was a case of just getting the mark down, wasn't it? I think I think I think that I think that's that, that's going to be an issue with it with it on Saturday. I think. Yeah. In fact, it's so Apache Creek for Nev in a very good case as well. Uh, two points win at Force One, generally available there mm-hmm. in the two or six market races. And I'll complete the round uh, with my second best, and we go to uh, the two fifty six at Newbury, uh, which is the Hackwood uh, Group Three Sprint. Rohan is my selection. And I'm very, very confident on this horse. It, it's a very good price. Um, it's the wrong price. It should be favourite. It probably will end up favourite. Six to one with Denise Kurt. So I'm excited for Denise. Um, thank you, Denise, <laughs> for your generosity overnight. Um, I really do appreciate that. It makes me look better than I am. Um, <laughs> excited. Uh, so, to be absolutely. Here. Very excited is, is Miss Coates. Um, so this is a very strong renewal for, for this Group 3. It's a good race, but um, there are factors here that indicate that they made a mistake, did uh, Dangerous Dave Evans, by running the Workingham. They should have run in the uh, Platinum Jubilee because the sectionals uh, reveal all. And there was uh, this was very impressive. The 12-second final furlong from Rohan was miles quicker than anything in the, in the Group 1 Platinum Jubilee. And the last three furlongs was also quicker than anything in the Platinum Jubilee. So, so, the, so Rohan just blitzed them. Uh, for Tur, which he's done on several occasions last year when he was in form in the group ones and 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 and, and the big sprints, he's come right back to his best. Um, this is Rohan now at his best. He's too good for these, and it's it's the wrong price. Um, has to be five. You're a moron. If I mean, if you look at Happy Romances, <laughs> you're a moron if you don't back this into five because it, it is five. Morons exist. Um, <laughs> Uh, Minzal's not trained on for me that well. I think he's quite small. I, I read one of Adam Norman's paddock comments about him, and he said he wasn't. He's he, he just a meat, small, medium type. Man of Promise has got the penalty from from his wins when he was juiced up in Maidan, and then you're going into absolute rubbish really after that. Um, they'll, they'll 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 back a few because it's that kind of race where you can get some good each way terms maybe, but nothing's gonna beat this tomorrow if it turns up. Rohan under the Holly Doyler. Six to one with Denise Kurt. So that's finished the round. Okay, three pointers. I'll wheel us back round. I'll start again um while I'm talking. It will go <laughs> to two forty one at market raisin. Big shock. Oh, Flatman right. tips on tips over the jumps. Yes. Um, and this is this is this is a quality quality split stake wanker bet. No, just for normal. He, he loves he loves these. Love um, 
Split stakes for a max, but it's his blogger style. But I can't have this beat. Um, two forty-one market <laughs> rate. The, the summer <laughs> handicap. Early. No, the Dutch. The, it's all about the Dutch. It's you know, think Dutch. Think 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 split stakes. Think absolutely hammer into this. Um, how 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 is it that Sir Royal and Galata Bridge, nothing wins outside of those two. Nothing. Zero. Nil. Niche. Nada. Um, both extremely well handicapped and ridiculous marks. I'm amazed that after Cirque Royale's wins in novice hurdles, that they've not put him up for 123. The one, the Gordon Elliott beast that he thrashed has ended up with 122. Um, and, you know, he absolutely just, absolutely just destroyed it. And um, Galata Bridge was 93 on the flat for the Baron, which John knows. John knows that horse very well. They clearly have got that absolutely pinging um, after it just won effortlessly at Huntingdon. You, you, you couldn't believe how easy that was. Even the £12 rise is just not enough, uh, given he was 93 on the flat. Um, one of these two wins, it's that simple. It, and it, So it's, what, 100 to 30 with Coral for Cirque Royale uh, and Labrooks. So that's 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 that. 4 to 1 General Galata Bridge. So combined, what's, what is it, 43%. Roughly between eleven to eight and five to four. Um, anything odds against for one of those to win is absolute max, max, max value lump on. That's my uh, that's my split stakes wanker um, opinion uh, for the best bet of the weekend. So that's that's it. Blog blogger esque, but so what? Who cares? Okay, uh, Neville, I'm coming back to you again for your max. Well, I did. I, I went through both jumps cards and I tried to pick out something as my my nap, but I'm going to have to go and wait until Sunday for my, uh, if that's okay. Yeah, uh, of course. At Stratford in the 159 race. I, that's the new time, isn't it, for the race? Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a, a novice hurdle and all four were last time out winners and all four seem to be improving. But the one I've come down on is the horse that has to give a penalty away to the other th- the other trio, Safosk of Ian Williams. Um, yeah. This this horse had really had no right to win last time. It got terribly ha- terribly hampered um, when um, something came down and virtually brought it to a standstill at the second last. And I I remember laying it, thinking, well, this is definitely bait, and it. The blugger came came through and showed a smart turn of foot and actually won going away. Um, under those circumstances, it had no right to win. It's hard to to make it any higher than maybe 110 horse on that form, but such was that uh, how much ground it lost and it had to make up that I think it will definitely be a lot higher than that than 110, even though it would have to be at least that to win this race. But it's since come out subsequently after a two-month break and went on to win a over a mile at Newbury, which is rather surprising because he actually looked a, a genuine middle-distance horse, but he had enough toe to win. All right, it wasn't a great race at Newbury that he won, but he still won it um, off 72. He's narrated 74 on the flat. The horses that he's taking on, I don't think are anything special. Pop the Champagne was a, a Graham McPherson horse that since, of course, he's now in partnership with Fergal O'Brien and has joined Fergal O'Brien. Fergal O'Brien appears to have improved it a, a little bit, but both its wins at, at Fosslass and, and Warwick don't appear to be anything special. 
Uh, last time at Warwick, uh, sorry, at Worcester, it was a uh, it was an odds on shot, and it really would have been a surprise had it got beat. The Alan King horse Rafiki won a, a stinker at Stratford last time out. Um, but obviously, anything that the the champion dual purpose trainer sends out, you have to be concerned. And David Jeffries, Rames of Love, uh, is officially rated 106 and uh, would have to be a bit better than that. So I, I've no idea how the betting. I haven't seen any betting being on a Sunday, but I wouldn't imagine it's favourites of Fosk. But that's that's going to be my my nap. And I, I'm very heartened the way it won and the fact that it was able to win over a distance too short for it on the flat just uh, uh, 10 days ago shows that the horse is still in good form. So it's got to be a five to one chance, hasn't it, Lee? Nev's <laughs> 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 price is fantastic. Um, Have you seen I any mean, better? I haven't even seen any no, better. No, I haven't seen a tissue. Uh, there's no tissue on the racing post site, but... I'll take um, we'll go what, with <laughs> Right, if Nev says it's fours, right, that means at 15 to 8 is value. They're all winners last time um, out. They've got to get three to one the field. <laughs> I just I just love Nev's pricing. He's, he's, he's fantastic. I, I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm the Fabs man, so I suppose me and Nev are like polar opposites in terms yeah. of... of I, like, I, I detest favourites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, I, but anyway, so I, I reckon Nev, if he's saying it's fours, if you see twos, folks, the night before, step in, step in and take it. It'll probably start 11 to 8 and then Neville get no, bored. No, it can't be 11 to 8, can it? <laughs> yeah. I, I I reckon it'll be a 5 to 2 chance. Give us a, yeah. Nev, give us a, um, um, uh, give us a basement price for you that, that you would be prepared to back it at. Yeah, what would you smack um, into? 3 to when, 1. When you, 3, yeah. So no bet three. under 3 to 1. I don't know without going through without making a tissue it's hard to say you know because I would think I would think that it's three to one would be a nice price realistically probably somewhere around nine to four will be I don't there know there you go there you go the, the, the right, man's yeah, spoken yeah. nine to four or bigger yeah. we, we fleeced him out it's like yeah. we, 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 you know it's like shoving water into a rat hole and he and he's come out <laughs> yeah. the other side Say nine to four, nine to four, nine to four. Um, <laughs> we've got him. Um, but yeah, never ne- ne really wants some four. It's the best the- way to bet, though, when you don't know any prices. It is, it is, it is. So, so Fosk on, on, on the Sabbath. And what better way to bet on the Sabbath? Because there's hardly any racing Monday and Tuesday. So uh, Nev's, Nev's, Nev's just prolonging your pain <laughs> uh, for the weekend with, he, with his max. Okay, Adam Norman, coming to you for your big one. For the nap, yeah, it's a, it's a little bit rancid, I have to I have to say. Um, I thought I thought the, the jumps cards were, were very competitive actually, the handicaps. But I'm going for the 4:43 at Cartmel, believe it or not, and um, a horse trained by G Hanmer. We need to talk about G Hanmer. Uh, it's called D Star, um, uh, a little horse that I uh, spotted two or three seasons ago uh, in sort of maiden hunters. Uh, decent enough type around this level lost its form somewhat running in uh, quite quite a lot of races last year but somehow he seemed to seem to have turned it around a bit with his last three runs uh, looking very solid very much a course specialist and of course that's what we want around at Cartmel don't we the old dog track um w shannon who's an who's an okay kid i'm not sure who's attached to he was with kirby for a while uh takes over from the head waiter kevin brogan um 
D star is going to be a short price, but I think um, I think something around six to four is I'll be perfectly happy with. There's just nothing in the race that I could possibly put up as a as a as a bet against it. Frankly, Marmate Bob uh, uh, looks on the downgrade and it's tried in advisor for the first time. You can, I mean, you know, you've got things like a uh, Hammond horse that could pop up. There's one from Brian Ellison who is a little, he was unexposed, and I, I suppose he's probably possibly the one that you would be more, most concerned about first time in a chase after five spins in hurdles, but he looks very modest. So D Star, been around there dozens of times, usually finishes first or second uh, at Cartmel. If you go way back, you look at all his, all his starts around there are are very good ones. So with the ground riding okay, um, he's just just dropped a, a tad in in grade after running in class four last time. So I think he can return to winning ways. D star is the nap. So you've got old blogger. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <coughs> 43, 30 to eight with Paddy Power Betfair. D star for Norman. It should, should be bet. really should just be a shoe in this. Honestly, I, I just it, it yeah. should. I must I must admit that the company has kept before around here has been a little bit stiff for it. Yeah. Um, but, but this race would be uh, very bad. So you, you you've probably spotted another good five like John's done with post impressionist. Yeah. Um, I mean, G, G. Hanmer's got his hands on the magic carrots, hasn't he? The last couple of years, he's tw- you know he's thirty five percent this season. Strike yeah. rate, uh, level stakes profit every month so far. Incredible scenes. Um, you know, 31 you know, winners in the bag last year. I don't know what's happened down there at wherever he trains, but um, he's taken on a, a new lease of life. Uh, is that, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, confident, confident back. Good stuff. Jonas Lang coming to you for, for your for your battalion, for your for your major major play. I'm, I'm really really confident about this. We were discussing off air before, before we started recording that what we like about the flat, and we didn't mention to Nev. We love an, an almost max failed over five furlongs. <laughs> and this somewhat typifies what we're all about. And it's the 308 at Chester, and the horse in question is Count Dorsey for Happy Tim. Now, Dave, <laughs> I had it up there. Has back out this one in favour of riding Copper Knight. Uh-huh. We've uh, we've been landing with Mister Reagan, but that's all right. I don't care because this is going to drop right in this one's lap. You've got Apollo One tried to leave at the Royal Maiden, pace to burn, Manakan pace to burn. Tried to leave at the Royal Maiden. Live the dream. It's the lids running. King Look of Stars. Pumped up to the gunnels full of McIver's finest. Ready to look <laughs> after 56 days off. Yeah. There is a searing pace on in this. Count Dorsey will travel just in behind these on the rail. And when they all start dropping away and staggering around, he'll come through and eat these for breakfast. Three points win. 11 to 1, please. Love it. Absolutely love the reason. Uh, you're right. There does look an absolute uh, it, it was a lovely race there, at Chester uh, on the 11th of June behind Copper Knight. He's £6 better off, I think. Uh, Copper Knight had a miles better draw than him there, and there wasn't as much pace on. If he, if he doesn't make Copper Knight tomorrow, they're at it. Yeah, three points, 11 to 1. 
for 72-year-old John Egan on board. Uh, yeah. Count Dorsey. Thick Two heads are required in these situations. Any yeah. job in his 70s would have been our day. <laughs> <laughs> right, great stuff, chaps. Uh, some good selections there and some great reasoning. Uh, enjoyed that very much. We'll move on to the uh, televised action uh, for, for Saturday and discuss some of the major contests there. Uh, we're going to start off at Newbury on the flat. Uh, just to piss Nevin Norman off. At 150 Newbury, the Steventon Stakes, a listed race. Cadillac uh, is 13 to 8 market leader. Any views in this? I actually was going to say, I thought I thought Tasman Bay looked quite interesting. The, all these horses have got pretty much similar ratings on, on official figures. Um, obviously, Cadillac's the highest rated, but he has to concede a £3 penalty. And Tasman Bay is the only horse I could find in this race that likes to bowl along. All the others like to just sit off the pace or or hold up horses. And I think you can forgive his Ascot run because he just he was just too keen and too fresh after a long break. So while he's got that run out of his system, you know, at seven or eight to one in a in a race where I felt if they all had a similar chance, I thought he's worth chancing. Close, close when Tony was prepping it for Ascot. He probably thought everybody was still watching him. Getting it ready for this, he could give it a bloody good larrapin with a branch, couldn't he? <laughs> That's all being forgotten about now, isn't it? Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody ever mentions Gordon Elliott's, what he was in trouble for these days, didn't they? Well, he wasn't yeah, yeah. was he? You know what I mean? <laughs> Well, anyway, ready for burial. Yeah, he was sat on the dead, um, not the living. Yeah. Um, anyway, Tasman, Tasman Bay, I think, I think it's a, it looks a fair bet, doesn't it? You know, things, and you can uh, almost get out in running. I think so. Right. This is what I think. I think, Nev, you, you make good points. Tasman Bay is probably potentially the best horse in the race. However, I do think he needs more cut in the ground. But uh, good old Newbury Clark, who seems to be Andrew Cooper's um, um, sort of love child, uh, Seamus, uh, the old Goodwood Clark, Seamus Buckley. Um, he seems to he seems to have read their their school of clarking because the times at Newbury today were, were I think, a bit of a disgrace. Um, very slow times uh, for fast ground. Uh, the, the six furlong race, the, the principal race, two-year-old race, Chateau, 2.88 slow. The two-year-old maiden was 4.7 slow over seven furlongs. A disgrace of a Clark um, to get to <laughs> 5.9. on the flat. This is not Cheltenham. This is this is not this is not so you know, I mean, what are these Clarks doing? I mean, it's not got Andrew, for 10 weeks. We got Andrew Cooper. To produce lovely fast ground for the eclipse meeting, we, we, we the bastards bowed him into pressure. He had the fastest fastest ground eclipse he's done in years, seven point seven. And I reckon that 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 pressure and that uh, sort of social media pressure pressures these clocks. This clock at Newbury is a, a absolute goon. So Neville, you might have got a point here with um uh, yeah. with, with Tasman Bay because it needs it needs cut um. And the Clark has shoved plenty on. And if he was against an act, which he probably will, um, you know, because that's what they do. They love it. Um, I mean, if, if you tell them that they had to pay, like, treble price for, for, for watering, for, if water goes up in price uh, in the future, you know, they might end up 
probably doing what Ponzi Frat do and don't water the outside, where everyone then comes down the outside and wins by 10. Um, so you can see problems that watering brings. But yeah, good, good points, Nev, on that. Anything to add on, on this, chaps? I don't think Gareth had anything to what Nev said there. I think that's tricky. Yeah, I mean, kind of like he's a tricky customer. It depends if the blinkers work for a third time. He does hang under pressure. You could see him possibly not not going on like for very long. He's one of them. He's got a lot of ability. He's a good engine. And I can what see what he's pay for this lead. You know, Kenny, like, was this, was this sold at the, the Royal Ascot yeah, sale? Sold at the, the, the Royal yeah. Ascot sale for a pretty sum, I believe. Um, because it's I his second run for, for Kevin Phillip before, isn't it? I just wondered what I bet they paid a lot of money half for a million it. pounds. Yeah, I think it's half a million. Yeah, yeah. Well, not, not much then, was it really? But I mean. They weren't daft getting rid because 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 temper. You know, if this goes the wrong way, it'll be running in handicaps. You know, like like in about two years' time. Oh, be Kempton, be Kempton night meeting on a. Yeah. He's getting bored. Series. Yeah, he's getting London Mile. We love a London Mile. Yeah, he's getting bored of the game. So, I would certainly say um, that Neville might have got one there in the. Opener. What price is Jasmine so, Bay? Is he the outsider? 15, 15 to 2. Outsider of the lot, is he? No. Outsider of the lot is uh, finest sound 10 to 1, rightfully so. It's mm. next to... I mean, it's the same price as 10-year-old Desert, Desert Encounter for old held-up Simcock. Um, he can't win it, can he? He'd be the, he'd yeah. be the best 10-year-old that's been in training for a long time if he won that. Yeah, I mean, Grosser Jack in the race. He's an enigma because he's got some good form. He's not an horse I like, though, because he does two things. He pulls hard in the early stages, so you got to hold him up. And then when they quicken the pace, he comes off the bridle and can't quicken. So he's he's <laughs> he's like the worst case scenario, isn't it, with him? Because he because you can't ride him forwards because he'll just he'll just absolutely pull his 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 head off. And then when the taps quicken, he, he gets out paced and runs on late after the Lord Mayor's show. So I'm not a fan of Grosser Jack as a horse, but it, it is that kind of race where. Anything can win, really. So, but I, I like I like your case, Nev. We'll go on to the two twenty one, which is the brilliantly named Highclere Castle Gin Cup Stakes. We love a gin um, on this show, and uh, going. Yes, they should be. They should be sponsoring this show. Uh, going gone seven to two five, rightfully so. I think um, it's, it's, it's a good little race. Um, personally, I felt withhold was interesting in the first time visor because this time they've realised at nine years old um, they've, they've sidestepped Ascot, they've sidestepped uh, races they probably could have gone for like the Northumberland Plate. They've ran the horse at Chester on reappearance, um, which it does. It, it, Chester's never never its track, and um, I think withhold could run big, maybe at thirteen to two with a doiler on. Thoughts on this? I thought Rock Eagle might run well. Um, I didn't think he got the trip last time after a nice prep. Yeah. Um, I thought he went to Ascot with every chance, and then uh, he was trapped a bit wide as well. I thought, and went a, went a bit further than everybody else. And then he, 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 oh, he was bugging toe out, you know. Um, I think dropping the the, the dead toe was good, <laughs> and I think he'd probably go close. It'd be an each way wankery sort of. Election. Yeah, yeah, we we love them on a Saturday. Yeah, yeah, give it give it to those dirty bookmakers. Um, uh, Rock Eagle, yeah, fair point. Obviously, match we were assuming and going gone, but you've made the case saying he didn't get the trip, um, which is fair fair comment really. 
Neville, Neville. Well, Rashoon's been such a, a wonderful old horse over the years, and he won this Good. race yeah. in 2020. But I, I, it was not a race that I, I think there's any angle on really. I think it's you'll get a genuine pace because Withhold's going to go off into. He's only got one way of going. I suppose with the visor on as well, yeah. it's going to make him even, even more litter. But for me, it, it's a no bet race for me. But uh, yeah, I'll yeah. pass on this one. Uh, Adam? Uh, no further questions, Your Honour. <laughs> 2.56, then I'll sit this one out because I've already tipped the winner, Rohan. Uh, any views on the Hackwood? I, I always think Rohan's very unpredictable. And I think, I don't know, I, I, I still remember him in his days when he was going round Lingfield over seven furlongs being held up. So for him to be taking on these group sprinters always makes me think he's biting off more than he can chew but he's obviously one of the best sprinters in the country now of 115 but he does need a bit of luck in running doesn't he and there's there's so little to play with when you're you know when you when you're at this great even group three sprinters are almost group one aren't they? there's so little there's only what yeah three or four pounds maybe between yeah. a group one and a group three yeah. So when you're taking on the best, you need everything in your favour. And I, I'm not sure that, you know, I think he needs a bit of luck in running. I can see why you fancy him, and he probably is He is uh, is coming into form. In fact, he's probably produced, was it a career best last time? It might well have been. Um, uh, I'd, I'd, I'd say so on the time. The, the, it was savage. The, the sexuals were absolutely savage. To do a 12-second last furlong, Nothing did a twelve-second last furlong at Ascot all week. Did they not? Um, I'm not a no. great believer. I, I'm not sure about times because I've seen that you know so, some track hold record holders have got uh, horses rated fifty-six. You know, at some oh, courses. I know. But that's you usually know. when the wind, wind's behind and, yeah, and the, well, Clark, the Clark's yeah, well, watering cans bust. Yeah. And you know, like Hamilton the other week, I think Jordan Electrics bust the clock off. I think a mark of seventy-eight yeah. at Hamilton, I believe. Um, so yeah, these yeah you. Absolutely, times are one variable in in the whole scheme of things. You can look at times, you can look at Norman Paddock, you you can look at John's musings, you know, um, as as he as he loves to back Tim Easterby, and 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 you can just put the whole lot in the melting pot and then and then come to your conclusion. Yeah. But I I think Rohan is is at the top of his game, but as I said, I yeah. think he needs a bit of look. He needs looking running. You know, and uh, it's, not, it's not a brilliant race, though, is it? For, for a group three, for it to be awarded group three, they're not a great bunch. Man of Promise was very impressive at Maidan over the um, in the, the carnival once earlier in the year. He seems to have lost his yeah. way. Yeah, well, he's got that, a penalty that, as well. Yeah. The, Lee Rohan, sorry, yeah. sorry, I don't go on. Say Rohan slipped up the golden rail, didn't he, on that Saturday at Ascot? He did. Did that, did he, that not he, have he, any? Some bias mm, for you. He, he did. He did. He did a little bit. I mean, he's going to help in it because obviously we highlighted on the last day that the the, the Ascot, the place to be was was towards the sand side. That so that's the one kind of detrimental point. Um, but um, just but yeah, it. yeah. Well, no, you know, it's a fair, it's a fair point. You know, there is that to consider also. But uh, the, the times point to a big, big run. Mm. You mentioned Minzar jo- very briefly. Uh, uh, I did see it at York uh, uh, on its return in May. Very little in, in terms of um, stature and uh, presence, Minzar. I thought he was fit enough as well that day at the Dante meeting. Didn't really come forward at Ascot. 
um, then they put the pieces on there. So they're, they're clearly looking, striving to find something to unlock, you know, that two-year-old ability, which may well uh, no longer be there. Yeah, no, fair comment. Uh, John, anything for you in this? I'd be loath to go against your selection, but an outsider that might run well, uh, given that it'd be running on easier ground than it found the task got behind perfect power, would be Sam Maximus of James Hawkins. All right. He, he wouldn't be one to tilt at windmills with his horses. Um, and he thought it was worth running in a group one last time. I thought it found the ground a bit lively. This watered filth will definitely help. Um, good run in France last year on soft over six um, in, at Deauville. Would give it a bit of a squeak. A 33 one's probably too big. Mm. Good comments. Uh, am I right, John James Horton, former assistant to Sir Michael Stout? Indeed. Yeah. Uh, I watch his career with interest. Uh, the 3.30 at Newbury's, the, the super sprint that Richard Hannon um, has, has pretty much farmed over the years. Uh, Maria Bramwell heads the market at 9-4. to four. Uh, I'll kick you guys off with this one that um, uh, Maria Bramwell obviously is the right favourite. Um, there's an interesting stat in this uh, that I think is worth mentioning. Um, this is to do with Day's absence and um, some people say, well, this is bollocks, but um, eight, eight, eight have won this race uh, from the last 21 um, from an absence of under four weeks off. But that's eight from 356 with a 0.66 AE. However, you look at the 29 to 33 days off, which is probably from Ascot or probably from before Ascot. And, and that's also the drugging range. The 29 to 33 days is the one where they can inject and you can get around the testing. Um, that's 13 winners from 110 runners. 1.58 AE. Hannon, three winners. Tim to be two winners with that, that analysis. Faye with two winners from 14 with that analysis. So that narrows the field down to Maria Bramwell, Union Court, Dare to Hope, Land of Summer and Not for Profit. Just thought that was an interesting stat to, to give you. Thought. Jesus, who takes all the time to work all that crap out? <laughs> Me! <laughs> Andy Richmond. Yeah. <laughs> if, if she yeah. runs up to a national stakes form, she's going to win, isn't she? Yeah, she'll be crispy cat. That's good enough. That's good, that's good enough here. And the, the, the Queen Mary run, obviously, what Carl okay, yeah, said. She repeated with... it as well. She repeated the form as Royal Ascot as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, it wouldn't be the biggest surprise, would it, if something came and did a. Are you are you are you taking nine to four now? I wouldn't even dream of it. <laughs> they would have to bet. I'd back her at six to one. <laughs> <laughs> but the price is just too short. You know, for yeah. for a, a, a two-year-old filly that's been ready for Royal Ascot, having won the national stakes prior to that. To, you know, to keep them on the go, it's not easy to keep them up. The, and she's going to have to run it up to her best to win, isn't she? You know, I mean, she, there's horses in there. Archie Watson's horse is rated 96. I know that it has to give five pounds, but she's still going to have to run to pretty much near her best form to win. You know, in a big field and, you know, I don't know. I, I wouldn't be rushing to take two to one, but I think if you had to, if you look at it logically, she is the best horse at the weights. 
My yeah. view on so, her would be that I, very briefly, that I saw her win at Thursk. I thought she was um, one for a bit later on. She's, a, uh, I added down as a nice looking horse with some potential to do better over further. So I was surprised that she had the speed to win at, uh, at Sandown down south. I just wonder if she's if she's looking for a six furlong now. That would be my only, well, well, one, of my, one of my things yeah, to throw in there. Yes, she, she was strong at the end. Yeah, yeah, she was strong at the end. She's bred to stay um, seven. I just wonder if she needs a bit further now. That's a f- fair comment. Um, you could see a pro- possibly a little bit tap for tur at some point during that race because they usually go hell for leather in this. John, any thoughts on this? Um, I'd be hard-pressed to get Maria Branwell back, but I think maybe there to run well off the stand side draw for uh, the scaffolder, the well, jockey. Well, John, the scaffolder, uh, uh, he's, um, I mean, certainly with this horse, you could make a big case on debut. It beat Rocket Rodney fairly comfortably in the end. Um, and the four horses end up being 91. Particularly. Mm, yeah, well, it could, what happens if you had an accident at Ripon? That's the thing. Horses de- well, genuinely go to Ripon. I don't think you need to feel it. on the wrong stride and everything, you know. So I think you can put a line trail that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You so, need to, because it was a crap race, that. It wasn't, yeah, he, he, Chris Ferris won the race. I mean, it was a big mm. shock. Um, you know, <laughs> so it was about 478 on the machine. Um, it was a big shock that he's still fucking training. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was a bigger, it, 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 was, it was a bigger score than Brian Lara on the machine, four hundred, you know, four hundred and seventy. I think it was. Um, anyway, but yeah, so so it would have to step forward from that and go back to the debut effort. But but I think at a price it might run well. We'll move on to the Irish Oaks, which has been a disappointment um, for um, certainly for probably race planners and, and and everyone that follow the race with Emily Upjohn. Um, uh, withdrawn today, and obviously Tuesday not entering, so uh, not 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 declaring. So, Magical Lagoon, I think, looks an absolute steering job, chaps. Five to four, the Ribblesdale form miles above anything in this race. Yeah, this is the biggest load of shit we've ever had posing as a classic in my lifetime. I think it's the it's the worst it's the worst Irish Oaks I've ever seen ever. Yeah, this this is dreadful. You know, I mean, we're barely above listing class here. Well, Magical Lagoon that won the Ribblesdale, I, I, I think the ratings are outright, round about the 110 yeah. mark. So that that's what you're actually looking at to win this, about 110. If you look at the second favourite train, train by Grrr, that's 103. Uh, Emily Dickinson, Aidan's 103. Toy, 101. History, 104. Uh, Finella, not got a rating. Uh, Show of Stars, 98. Um, that's pretty abysmal. We'll just have the lot on Shane Foley not fucking it up then, eh? I, I think, honestly, odds against this. I mean, I, I we're going to tip it, but it's so, so short that like people always the podcast for five to four perks. Do they, John, with personal impressionist? But, um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but Magical Lagoon, I, I, honestly, odds against is mustard. It, it's just, it's just. I've just empty you. Oh, it's all, it's awful for the Gosmans, isn't it, to lose a, to miss a classic like this? Yeah, the, the having to reroute to the King George and having to take on Westover, um, which is uh, not an easy task. Yeah, well, Gushers as well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she, Emily, uh, Emily up John would have. She she appeared to have tons in hand, and to to lose a classic through no fault of their own is just. It's just sickening, isn't it? But 
I suppose it's made it's, it has made it more of a betting race, hasn't it, for the for the for the punter. Yeah, well, well, odds against Magical Lagoon, like I say, I, I think that's just wonderful. Um, it's just, mm. it's just how much you can get on. Just keep going, keep pressing, keep pressing, blue light blogger. Yes. Um, anyway, uh, we've sort of run out of time. But so, any other business chats? Because me and John have got absolutely zero opinion on the rest of the jumps. None, no, nil. No, no, I can guarantee you, none. Um, um, the, so the other yeah, the two hundred six that uh, we've we've pretty much discussed, haven't we? With um, with Nev tipping yeah. uh, Apache Creek. I, I, Apache Creek was a horse that I liked um, when I saw him win at um, Weatherby with a nice turn of foot and something in hand. They've taken the time with it. I was a bit gutted not to have had a few quid on last time. I didn't even know, know it was running. Um, it, it, it's one in a in a, um, uh, an average sort of race where they where they all sort of were in a bit of a heap. I'm just a bit concerned about that form. Uh, form, but he is a nice horse, and um, I, I just thought he was a little bit short for me at four to one. Um, but yeah, I, I totally I totally get the um, the selection um, with questionable horses up against it. There should be enough pace for it to to run it. It'll be it'll be ridden in a similar fashion to Ask Paddington. To, to to show its turn of foot, uh, Apache Creek was interesting. I thought the two forty one was very difficult. Uh, Lee, you've tipped the front two there. I I I wouldn't uh, again disagree with that. To be honest, I thought well, it was ca- caramelised. You know, she's lightly raced. She only had four runs over hurdles, and she showed her well being when winning on the flat um, in June of seventy one. She's now reached seventy five. Mm. You know, she's out of the whole field. I suppose. Maybe Kanata Bridge has got a bit of scope to improve, but but she would have she'd have more improvement than most. I thought, mm. you know, I thought a reasonable price, but you know, there are you, you can pick four or five in that race, and uh, no, one horse that's always always intrigued no. me. Why they never run Ingleby Holler over two and a half miles plus? It always runs over two miles. Why on earth don't they run it over further? It's a two. It was a two-miler on the flat. Yeah. I just don't know why they have, they have to keep it to two miles every time. I don't know. Nah, That's just a practical. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she is bred to be a miler, isn't it, or ten-pound on horse? But uh, you're right. It's uh, they, they it's usually. Just, ride out there on the flat. Yeah. You know, usually ride it to come late as well. Yeah. yeah. Right. After, after, after Nev's dismissal of my absolute <laughs> guaranteed Dutch bet winning Savannah and clearly John Lang's complete boredom at discussion national up racing, I'm ending the show. So that's all <laughs> from me, Nev, Adam, John. Uh, we've sorted you out this weekend with some perlers. And uh, you, you will be winning with us this weekend, I know. We're back on Sunday with me, John and Chris, as usual, talking absolute bollocks, um, as we do. I hope you've enjoyed it. Bye for now.